This is Pulse 95. You're listening to the Future Talk podcast. This is Future Talk. Future Talk. Future Talk with Amiel Saleh and Hany Balkis. Good afternoon, everyone, and happy Tuesday to everyone tuning in to us right now. I hope you're all having a blessed afternoon and excited to find out about the latest on what is happening in the tech world, in the UAE, and around the world. Today is a happy Tuesday for a lot of people, but for me specifically, it's a very special day because my younger sister is actually graduating today from high school, and it takes me back to the good old days when, when life was so much simpler. So I just want to congratulate her. I wish I was there with her on her special day, but we have tech to tune in and get to watch the graduation from a distance, yeah. I guess. Well, we'll give her a shout out. What is her name? <laughs> her name is Dua. Dua. Yes, and she's from the Pioneer School. So we want to give her a very special and loving yes. shout out. Congratulations, <laughs> Dua. Uh, graduating high school is a milestone to be very proud of. And I know you made Omnia and your family proud. And hopefully we'll be congratulating you when you graduate from university. <laughs> yes, indeed. A lot of people are rooting for her and everyone graduating this semester as well. Lots and lots is in store on today's show as we talk about what is happening with the UAE because they're going to be sending out a lunar rover and using artificial intelligence to explore the moon. Yes, and we're also talking about Xiaomi and how it says it can now fully charge a phone in just eight minutes at 200 watts. Now, for those who don't know, Xiaomi is a phone maker and uh, actually they're trying to go against Samsung. So it's very interesting to see how they do have a one up over Samsung. Absolutely. Coming up on today's show as well, lots is happening with Twitter as usual this month. They're going to be launching pretty soon Facebook style reactions. If you have a Facebook account, you've probably seen the different options that you get whenever you go ahead to like someone's photo. You can either have a happy face, a heart, a sad face, and Twitter is trying to copy the style. Is it going to be as effective or is, or is it just, you know, a copycat of Facebook? Yes, and we also have an alert for UAE residents that are going to be telling you guys 10 ways to protect yourselves from online scams. Now, online scams have been on the rise ever since the COVID-19 pandemic because a lot of people are working from home. Unfortunately, though, a lot of people are being bamboozled by these scams. Yes, indeed. Coming up on today's show as well, we have a very exciting application for all those who struggle with heart diseases and heart problems. There is one application out there that can show you and have you hear the beauty of how your heart sounds when it beats. It it goes beyond just the beauty of how your heart beats because it also has a lot of health uh, benefits and health effects. So if you want to find out what this app is, keep Pulse 95 locked to find out about it. Pulse 95. Daily digital news. Bits and bytes connect our world. We've talked a lot about going to Mars. Uh, the UAE has done a lot going to Mars and we've actually kind of accomplish that now we do look at the long term we do at one point in time have actually a colony on mars live on mars but today ladies and gentlemen we're talking about the moon because the uae's lunar rover rover will use ai to explore the moon now for a while now a lot of space agencies have been redirecting their focus to the moon just after they kind of realized that hey 
Mars is uh, accomplished and we can go to Mars. Now let's go back to the moon. Now an advanced AI flight computer will help the UAE's lunar rover explore the surface of the moon. Now that navigation computer is being developed by Canadian space firm Mission Control Space Services. Now it will actually recognize geological features as the Emirati rover, which does go by the name of Rashid, drives around the unstable terrain of the lunar surface. Yes, indeed. It's it's very interesting that you mentioned how a lot of people have had their eyes on Mars for some time now. But when we go back in time, the moon was actually our biggest dream. It was our biggest hope to be able to arrive to it, to have man's first footsteps be on it. But now Rasha Drover will actually be exploring the moon and we're going to be looking at the computer that is installed on this lander taking Rasha to the moon next year. It's going to be receiving a lot of data from another Japanese lander that is on the surface of the moon and it's going to be sending information back to Earth to be studied by scientists at the Mohammed bin Rashid Space Center. Yes, now Rashid will explore the near side of the moon which does offer a smoother surface with fewer craters but the terrain is yet still unpredictable. Now that four-wheeled rover can actually climb over an obstacle at a maximum height of 10 centimeters and descend a 20 degree slope. But some basins on the near side of the moon are so steep that it would actually be impossible for the rover to climb out were it to fall into one. Now, the team at Mohammed Barashid Space Center has actually shortlisted unexplored landing locations, and the final decision will be based on an area that does offer the most scientific value and security for the Arab world's first lunar rover. Again, a very big accomplishment by the UAE. We're just hitting those milestones every single time. Now, I do have a speculation on why they want to explore the moon again. They want to make it kind of like a checkpoint, a pit stop before going to Mars. Because again, uh, they do have plans to make life on Mars a thing. They want us, they want humans to live on Mars. And you know how when you go, for example, let's say you're going to go to America, mm-hmm. you're going to have a transit in, for example, Heathrow, London. Yes. So you'll go from UAE to London, Heathrow, and then you'll relax a little bit and then continue your flight to the United States because it is a long flight and the trip to Mars is very long. So why not relax a little bit on the moon, drink some coffee, walk around a little bit and then continue (laughs) your journey to Mars. I love the initiative. I love and I'm very excited. And a lot of people around the world always used to ask, why did we stop exploring Mars? Mm. There was a lot of conspiracy theories with Mars saying there's aliens in the dark side (laughs) of the moon. But I just think that the moon didn't have a lot to offer. And uh, again, who knows? Let's see what the moon is going to offer. The Rosh the rover will go over there and explore the things that need to be explored. Absolutely. You know, in the past, we've realized that the moon is not a, probably a place for us to be able to live on, but it would make a great pit stop, a great station. Just like we look at the International Space Station, like our little home in space, the moon could potentially be one. Now, what's interesting about this is the artificial intelligence that's actually embedded within the Rosh the rover will help it explore exactly what type of terrain it's driving on what part of its uh, rover should it be using based on how deep the craters are and how uh, the rocks are on the surface of the moon we'll keep you updated with all that arises with the Russia rover mm. we still have a bright future for it and it's going to be launched early next year coming up on the show we're going to be talking about a very interesting smartphone that we've heard about it before i've heard so many news about it basically 
surpassing mm. the Samsung, surpassing Apple, and how unique its capabilities are. But now we're hearing about it. Go ahead and be able to charge any phone in eight minutes at 200 watts. You're listening to Pulse 95. Daily digital news. Bits and bytes connect our world. How long does it take to charge your phone from zero to 100? This is the question that a lot of people keep in mind whenever they're purchasing a brand new phone. It's actually one of the reasons why I changed my phone and got the iPhone 12, because I heard a lot about how fast it charges and that it can go to, I think, 50% in about half an hour. That was such an attractive number because back in the day, you know, it would take a while to charge your phone at least a little bit for you to be able to use it. But how? where does 30 minutes stand when we compare it to 8 minutes? Because Xiaomi can now fully charge a phone in 8 minutes at 200 watts. Should we change our phones, honey, now? <laughs> I mean, uh, it does look pretty attractive now. Xiaomi has shown off its latest fast charging tech demo and is actually claiming the new world record for both wireless and wired charging speeds. And they are using a modified Mi 11 Pro with a 4,000 milliamp hour battery. Now, Xiaomi does say it's able to fully charge the phone in just eight minutes over a 200 watt wired hypercharged system or in 15 minutes with a 120 watt wireless charging. Now, that does look very attractive and uh, it is uh, a very attractive price point as well mm. because we do know Xiaomi phones aren't actually that expensive. Now, those charging speeds are a frequent battleground for the Chinese smartphone company who does often release demonstrations of breakthroughs that may or may not show up in a final product. Now, just two years ago, for example, Xiaomi did announce a 100-watt system that could charge a 4,000 milliamp battery in just 17 minutes, while last year's Mi 10 Ultra actually filled up in 23 minutes at 120 watts, although it did have a bigger battery. But again, we do not see this always being implemented in the final product. Obviously, this is a demo, but it does make us a little bit excited and have hope for a time where we don't have to kind of be, let's say, chained up yeah. to our beds waiting for our phones to be charged before we can go out. Absolutely. And, you know, a lot of people may be thinking, oh, this is too good to be true. But Xiaomi, they don't play around. They don't tell, they show. And the video they actually released had a timer of how long it takes to actually charge the phone. And it did charge to 100% in only eight minutes. And when you do and you go ahead and you use the wireless charger, it does it in 15 minutes, which again, it's remarkable timing. Uh, and I love how we've now moved on to innovating from battery from uh, camera quality and screen quality to now battery quality because i feel like this is what matters the most especially with people that are always on the go you don't want to have to carry out a power bank on your hand as well it's nice to just make sure that your phone can be charged so fast and you're on your way yes now chinese phone manufacturers are always competing against one another and oppo is another leader in this field with its vooc technology which actually does form the basis of oneplus dash and warp fast charging systems now just last year as well it did demonstrate a 4,000 milliamp hour in 20 minutes with a 125 watt system. Now, that was more than a year just after Xiaomi did supposedly do it faster with a 100 watt announcement and the excellent current flagship Find X3 Pro charges at only 65 watts. So we're looking at 
when there's more competition in the smartphone industry, obviously Apple does know about what is happening. Yeah. And Apple does want to stay at the top of the food chain. So they might actually kind of copy this technology or kind of uh, take some notes. So maybe one day we'll, we can charge our iPhones in under 15 minutes. Now, so far, I'm actually very pleased of how fast my phone charges. Same. And I don't have that MagSafe charging. All I do is have that super uh, watt charger, I do believe. And uh, it works fine for me. And I love it, honestly. I mean, especially when you compare it to how much it retains battery as well. With iPhone 12, the battery does not run out as fast as it did with previous phones. Now, what's interesting is in India, Xiaomi has actually sold 99% 99% of its smartphones just after they announced that they can go ahead and charge any phone in eight minutes. I'm wondering, are you going to now consider changing your phone to Xiaomi? Everyone tuning in, let us know. 4215, do it to Salat. Are you going to still be an avid Apple fan, an avid Android or Samsung fan, or are you going to go ahead and change to Xiaomi? I'm sure Xiaomi is run by Android. Isn't yes, right? uh, yeah. it's Xiaomi, Xiaomi operating Android system. operating system. Yeah. And uh, again, this works for very good people who are always on the go or low income uh, people. Yeah. Because again, uh, you don't want to be always uh, kind of uh, stuck to a power cable to a charging port you just want to be up and out and unfortunately people with low incomes are always on the go uh god give them all the strength they do need that but again we want to know your guys thoughts 4215 or on instagram at pulse 95 radio would you get your hands on an eight minute phone that goes or an eight minute charger that mm. charges your phone fully we're going to be taking a short break but when we come back we're talking about twitter and how they could be working on a facebook style reaction Apps all around. What's worth a click and download? Now, again, we're talking about Twitter because it just (laughs) seems that Twitter is trying to compete with all social media platforms. Everyone. Yeah, and now we're looking at how they could be working on a Facebook-style reaction. Now, again... Right off the bat, this is a horrible idea. Now, you sound so done with Twitter. Yeah, I mean, uh, <laughs> if, if they implement this, a lot of people are going to start leaving the platform. A lot of people like how simple Twitter is and how it's easy. You like something, you hit yeah. like. You want to share something, you hit retweet. Salam alaikum wa alaikum salam. But we're looking at Twitter could be adding some new emojis to augment its formerly star-shaped or currently heart-shaped like button. Uh, hmm. No, it's it gets another no from Hani. We've seen Hani give a no to a lot of features from Twitter. I think what was the one feature you liked? Nothing. There was one feature that you said you wanted, and then I think nothing. They they no, never listened right? to us. They maybe oh, the, the yes. character uh, yeah uh, count was that uh, was long time ago though. Yeah. Other than that, they haven't done anything that yeah. we like. Now, since 2016, Facebook actually released the reaction option on your newsfeed posts so as a user you can go ahead and go and either like someone's uh, post but when you like it you can choose to heart it you can choose to showcase that you're happy congratulate showcase a sad face it's it's harmless personally i don't feel like it it has any consequences but at the end of the day it's like very superficial you know and a lot of people don't have the energy to go ahead and do that linkedin copied that feature and now Twitter is looking to do the same. Now, Twitter may also include a make you think and a cheer option. The make you think is a nice touch, but again, it's like trying to be creative 
when you already copied the idea, it's it's hard to do. Twitter does not seem to have the angry expression like Facebook does, thank God, because that would that would just turn Twitter into being more toxic than it kind of is already. But it could also be because anger on Twitter is already handled by the reply and the quote tweet function. We've seen another glance at this feature when Twitter asked users about the addition of emoji reactions in a survey a few months ago. Many users went ahead and commented that, you know, Twitter told them the same thing it did the last time. It's always exploring additional ways for people to express themselves in conversations. Yes, but again, uh, Twitter users can express themselves very freely. Yeah, They have pictures. They now have uh, this voice message option that no one uses. Um, <laughs> they have uh, GIFs. They have the quote. There's a lot of things to express themselves. A ha-ha, sad, hmm, is not going to express what I'm feeling. That is why you would type it out. But again, Twitter does seem to be busy with the new features recently. And we've also talked and heard about the rumors of a premium subscription service. It will not go well. And we've seen the rollout of larger pictures, which did go well. Yeah. And its audio-based spaces feature did not go well. <laughs> and the test, test of a tip jar feature, which again, I feel is just an extra button they added because it does redirect you to a PayPal account. Yeah. It has nothing to do with Twitter. No payment is going through Twitter. And the company even did start to back up its verification program and then just pausing it again just yesterday. And we talked about that. And the only thing Twitter is, isn't is working on is a theme park to deal with Florida's uh, deplatforming law. So we're just seeing how Twitter is trying to hit all the heads on the nails and uh, they're doing a horrible job. They're trying to see what works, you know, Not- Tr- let's try everything and then see. Let's copy Clubhouse, copy Facebook, copy Instagram and then see what works yeah, instead of trying to be Twitter. Throwing- throwing things at a wall and hoping something sticks. Yeah. <laughs> Maybe if uh, you start putting uh, voice messages or voice notes in your DMs mm. like any other platform on the face of the earth. Copy maybe WhatsApp. May- maybe things would be better, you know? Maybe uh, you would have more interaction. But again, I don't see in any world where this is needed, right? Yeah, I, I agree. Mean, Twitter, Twitter's demographic is for the young people. The young people are very vocal, right? On Facebook, it is to the older side of demographics, the older generation. So my grandpa is not going to be typing things on Facebook saying, haha, I love this so much. He's going to hit the haha button. Yeah. Right. Especially in the comment section. I mean, in the Arab world, we do see a lot of like, especially when it's like mothers, they're constantly like congratulating one another on Facebook. (laughs) We've all seen it. But I feel like it just doesn't work with Twitter. And I do personally feel like if Twitter just stuck to being Twitter, they would achieve a lot more. Let us know your thoughts. Our text lines are open 4215, but keep Pulse95 locked because we still have lots in store on today's show. You're listening to Pulse95. How do you tech? How, how, how do you tech? Online scams, we've seen them. We've heard about people getting with one or getting stuck with one. And if we're unfortunate enough, we have struggled with one ourselves. But recently, we've seen online scams just booming, especially after the COVID-19 pandemic and people started working from home. Right here in the UAE, UAE police have actually been warning a lot of residents about the importance of finding every way possible to protect yourself from those online scams. Today, we're giving you 10 easy ways for you to 
A. Find out how you could be fooled. And B. How can you protect yourself from being fooled with an online scam? Yes, now we do ever do know that ever since the COVID-19 pandemic, there has been a surge in online use for users all across the world and in the UAE. Now, a lot of people were kind of confined to their own homes yeah. and using the internet as a way of escaping, but at the same time, of a way of connecting one another and getting their their dailies done, whether it's work, a Zoom call, or whatever. Now, there's a couple of common ways to fool people, and we're going to talk about number one, which is phishing. And this is when people are contacted primarily through emails posing as a legitimate institution to actually lure individuals into providing sensitive data, such as personally identifiable information, banking and credit card details, and even passwords. Now, phishing is one of the most common. It's very known. We get them all the time. Phishing emails are very, very, very well known. I got one today, right? It's going to say, hey, honey, uh, your password for 1234.com is kind of compromised. Would you like to go in and give me your credit card details so I can make sure that you are the user of this account? Now, if I didn't know what I was doing, I would, oh, man, know better. Yeah. oh, man, someone's trying to get into my account. <laughs> it's been compromised. Here, take my one, two, three, four, five, six, seven, eight password. Here's the name on the card, and here's my CCV number. Please give me back. And then all of a sudden, X amount of money has been detected from your account, <laughs> right? So, unfortunately, a lot of the times this does happen to people who are, un- who are unaware of the dangers of cyber uh, of cyber, cyber crime. Attacks. True. And just like we've seen email phishing attacks, there's also voice phishing or how we like to call it phone scams, telephone scams. And we've seen them even with voice notes recently. People would get a fraudulent phone call from others who are trying to trick them into giving them money. Or they may even tell you, oh, you've received 10 million dirhams. All you need to do is submit your credit card details and there you go. That X amount that you won is X amount deducted from your account. We've also seen a new, a new form of online scam called the smishing, which is basically when you receive a text message that has a link Through that link, people can go ahead and actually find out exactly your bank account, take the money illegally, even contacting some of your closest friends, closest family members and trying to scam them as well. So there are so many ways, so many different forms of online scams. But the question of the hour is how do we stay protected? Yes, and we do know there are actually more common ways to con people, which do include the use of malware, mobile applications and the compromised websites that do collect payment data. Now, the best way to be protected from such scams is to use the appropriate cyber strategy and to be aware, especially for people who have business cooperations or there, and there does need to be awareness training incorporated within a company. So number one, don't let your guard down. Open only attached files of known, known sources. Avoid clicking on links that you receive via emails or even text messages from unknown sources, even if they are luring with a fully <laughs> paid holiday. And even if it's, even if it's Amazon, right? Yeah. Check, double check. It is the official sender Amazon, right? I mean, if it's too good to be true, then it's not true. No one's going to call you and say, hey, you want X amount of money for you to kind of verify your bank account. Please send us. Sometimes they don't even ask your card number. They say, please send us 100 dirhams or 1,000 dirhams yeah. and we'll give it back to you. We just want to make sure that this is the account that we're going to send the money to. Absolutely. Another tip is to go ahead and use multi, multi-factor authentication whenever you can. So that means you could use your you could use a password for a certain account, but you could also use biometric login for the same account. This way, 
you can make sure that no one can actually hack into your account by simply using your password. When choosing your passwords, make sure you don't reuse them across websites. Don't use the same password for every account that you possibly own. Do not, do not use your birthday. Don't use anniversaries or your spouse's name or your siblings' names. Make sure that the password you use also has a special factor. So that could be the dollar sign, the at sign, you name it. If these passwords are too easy, they're going to be too easy to hack as well. And they will compromise the safety and security of your account. If you struggle with memorizing different passwords, you can easily have them be a part of your keychain login if you own an Apple computer. And if you, even if you own a Windows computer, computer, there are so many different ways for you to have all your password in one place, logged in, and you can only access all these passwords by using your fingerprint, your touch, your touch ID, your face ID, and this way, you're just 100% sure that the account will not be hacked easily. Yes, now the UAE government has been doing their best to keep us self-aware, awareing us and telling us, hey, don't fall for this and don't fall for that. There has been a lot of campaigns and initiatives to educate the community, and they have been giving us a lot, a lot of warnings. And the TRA as well has been giving us warnings saying, hey, don't fall for this and don't fall for that. Yeah. Ladies and gentlemen, do stay safe when you are online. We're going to be taking a short break, but when we we come back we're talking all about the hearts you're, you're listening, listening to pulse 95 pulse 95 pulse 95 apps all around what's worth a click and download pulse 95. what's worth a click and download now we're talking about an app that can actually show the beauty of how the heart can sound now a uk design studio which is called cellulee has worked with medical researchers to produce Echoes, which is an app that does let users hear the sound and rhythm of their heartbeat. Now, Echoes was produced to actually test the possibility of tracking heart conditions via smartphones. But the app has also does aim to go beyond a purely medical function by letting users connect with their body and contemplate your heart's unique rhythm. Yes, indeed. Now, as kids, you know, we've always heard our mother's heartbeat whenever we would lay on her chest. And that voice or that sound was very calming to every baby out there. Why don't we try and observe how beautiful our own hearts sound with this application? Because this is a tool that's not just going to help researchers understand the potential of how good mobile technology can be at detecting certain heart problems, but it's also a beautiful way for us to really truly be grateful for our bodies. The application has a scientific aim, but it's also an idea that a doctor and a researcher got to help cardiac patients monitor their own hearts from home. Back in the day, the only way for you to discover that you had a heart issue is to go and get an EKG or to basically get like an echo monitor for your heart. And that still is true to this day, but now we have different wearables like the Apple Watch that could potentially detect certain issues and uh, random heart rhythm before you even get it checked out at a doctor. And that has actually saved the lives of many people. The application is very easy to use. It's free of charge. You can go ahead and download it. And as a user, you can participate in a research project by simply using the application. It has 3D visualization of the heart sound. So you can get an audio recording of uh, how your heart sounds by simply putting the phone on your chest. Yes, now I do believe this is a great, great, great initiative because 
you can then, let's say, send your heartbeat to someone, right? You can be yeah. a little bit romantic with it now. <laughs> Great that, idea, by the way. Yeah, I mean, the app does have uh, actually a non-medical aesthetic look to it as well. And the Echoes will also allow these teams to test the idea and potentially put it into clinical use in the future. So we're looking at how they want to make it fun, yet they want to use it for medical use as well. Yeah. But for now, users can actually participate in the research project while enjoying the colorful 3D visualizations of their heart sounds. Now, they also do obtain the audio recordings by holding the phone to their chest. So we're looking at how it is very quick and simple and easy. And uh, if you want to kind of uh, dedicate your heartbeat to someone, you can do it now. I love the idea. And I definitely feel like it helps, especially the younger generation, be more aware of any potential heart problems that they could face, but never take a second to think twice about. How many times do you, do some people feel breathless, um, struggle with any heart issue, but they just always push it to the side because they're like, I'm I'm too young. I'm not going to go ahead and see a cardiologist so early in life. But with an application like this, if there is any potential problem, you will get a little bit of a heads up in beforehand so that you could possibly get a second opinion with a doctor. Let us know your thoughts. The application is so easy to use and it's available on the Apple App Store as well as the Google Play Store under the name Echoes. E-C-H-O-E-S. Yes, I mean, uh, very excited to check that out. I will be trying that out at night. Uh, if you do try it out, do text in at 4215, do it slots. Uh, but that does conclude Future Talk for today. Ladies and gentlemen, we're going to open the airwaves for the Dream Team, the, the Dream Team, <laughs> Aisha Mazmi and Mikaela Atay with the Afternoon Karak. So keep Pulse 95 locked, but we'll see you tomorrow, same time, same place, only here on Pulse 95. 95. This is Pulse 95. Tune in live every weekday from 2 p.m.